Hey, this is Chris from the Ticket Stub. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. We belong. Better late than never. It's Dick and Skippy in the mornings at 10.13 on the dot on Monday, the 25th of November, 2019, Anno Domini. Uh, so it's Thanksgiving Eve Eve. It's, it's the day before, the night before, the eve of Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah. Y'all ready for it? Yeah, just trying to... We got the window decorated over the weekend here in the studio, so... Uh... Yeah, it's all real Christmassy. I got to give props to Mrs. Skippy, by the way. I was out taking care of a lot of business yesterday, and she spent the whole day, like, cleaning the house. You know, my stepsister's flying in for Thanksgiving for a little small family thing. Oh, why she's doing it. Oh, yeah, that's exactly why, because she's going to be staying with us. But uh, I just walked home last night after a very long, grueling day. I walked home last night to find this house, like, completely, you know, floors mopped. So I don't even know if she's listening, but I got to give props to Mrs. Skippy on that one. Way to go, Mrs. Skippy. That's right. Well, is, uh, are you a Thanksgiving person or a Christmas person when it comes to family, not you personally? Like, does your family spend more time during Thanksgiving or during Christmas? Uh, of the two, well, here's the thing. My family's pretty, has been always been pretty tight, so it's typically been both. Uh, but if something were to be missed, you know, if like you, I could only make one of the holidays, uh, I would always choose to miss Thanksgiving over Christmas. Christmas was more important for for Is the. Is because you thing. don't support the Native American community? Well, you, you know, there are some that think they deserve what they got. You know, yeah. so so you're one of those people. I am not one of those okay. people. I just so thought you, I'd but shock. you don't support them. I don't support the Native Americans because you don't choose to celebrate. <clears throat> Indigenous People Day or whatever. Oh, no, I've had plenty of Thanksgiving, you know, like on my own at Denny's or something or, you know. Yeah. I always feel that a lot of people who don't celebrate Thanksgiving is because they can't cook or they didn't have anyone in their family that could cook. Because it is an art undertaking. Like, I help my mom. Mm -hmm. You have to. So it's like, especially when we had five brothers, I have five brothers and sisters, and then everyone started getting married so now we have like 40 something people in our family so it's just like you're not just feeding four people right and so the food production changes like what are we going to make we're gonna make like 13 pounds of mashed potatoes so how do you make 13 pounds in a normal kitchen so you have to be my my, my mother is already she's going to start making food i believe uh tomorrow night that's when she's going to start preparing the food we're doing a 24-hour brine for the turkeys. Nice, nice. And then uh, Holly's helping with making some of the pies. And then we're all, we all we pre-make all the pies. And we actually bake them while Thanksgiving's going on. And then we all take the pies. The out. smells alone must be fantastic. No, it's a big, like, we, what's weird is it doesn't seem like we're celebrating Thanksgiving. It sounds like, it's, it seems like more of like, oh, this is a normal dinner. Yeah, because we're already cooking. It's an obligation. People. I get that. Well, last year... Um, you know, it was just my my mother and I celebrating Thanksgiving. Um, you know, Mrs. Skippy had gone up to visit family in yeah. um, Oklahoma, and uh, you know, because of you know family issues, my mom and I were like, "Listen, we're not in a cooking mood or something." So yeah. we uh, went to uh, Luby's. That's a solid choice. Well, the line was literally around the block. You know, it's weird though. I bet it's because if anyone goes, what's open right now? Luby's. Luby's. Like. 
So we're like, well, we'll forget this. So we went over to Denny's, and Denny's, unfortunately, uh, I think, well, Denny's had probably like 10 people in there. And At least it wasn't packed. Well, it wasn't packed. We, we got to sit down. So we had a quiet one. But this year, um, you know, it's uh, Mrs. Skippy's in town this year. It's my mom and myself, and then my awesome stepsister is flying in from New Mexico because, unfortunately, this year she is without family for the first time herself. And so we're kind of... Uh, uh, Turning it around this year, uh, we got the the food going. I'll I'll be cooking the food, but my there mother can't help. But well, I'll prepare you know, this. I'll, I'll start on that. A slow cooker is your friend. Oh, I I, I got it I'm down. Just letting you know. But this is the funny thing when it comes to traditional Thanksgiving meals. I hate Turkey? pea salad. What's pea salad? It's my it's my mom's thing. It's you know peas. Oh, and well, you hate your mom? I no, I love my mommy, but I hate her pea salad. <laughs> Yams. That sounds like a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I love my mommy, but I hate her pea salad. That's no a, one would really get it. Like, what's yeah. this all about? But, but it's so, just, it would be a conversation starter. So a pea salad, uh, yams. I, I despise sweet potatoes and yams. I don't know why. Who eats uh, that? Every, everyone eats yams in Thanksgiving. Me. And then stuffing. Stuffing makes stuffing. me gag. It's just a it's a flavor. Yeah. Thing, I well, guess. the thing that the thing that sucks about that is you haven't had like all the stuffings. There's so many different types. I like, have because every year my mother we, would cook it. Eat it. This we one's make good. two different types of stuffing because one has onions, one doesn't, mm-hmm. and my brother hates onions, so he literally gets his own little pot. Yeah. No, it's not the onions. Uh, my mother because what I do is as a kid growing up wanting to you know make my family happy, I would choke down the yams and the stuffing and the pea salad until my sister one fateful Thanksgiving ratted me out. Is a joke, not joke. Is my mom is heaping up all the plates and she's like, "Yeah, mom, you know Sean hates pea salad, yams, and stuffing." And uh, well, then I mean, yeah, but you work around it, especially that's one thing I learned in our family. Well, I always ate around. Here's the thing: there's plenty. You know, I do the turkey and the cranberry sauce. I mean, there, there's plenty of you know green bean salad. I really want to try to smoke a turkey. They're like, yo, I'm gonna smoke you, and you're gonna bust a cap. No, I'm gonna smoke it. I think hide. I was gonna try to do that. You just was stick a cigar up its yeah, like in a smoker neck hole and oh, in a smoker. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I thought you were like I'm gonna smoke this. Nah. So you were speaking literally. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. So yeah, well, so my mother's gonna be working on the stuffing. Now here's the thing: one Thanksgiving a few years ago, I did like everything because like I make my pumpkin pies too. Everyone loves my pumpkin pies, uh, but I included the you know the pea salad and the yams and the stuffing. And I was going off this recipe book, and it was actually pretty darn good, especially since I couldn't, I wouldn't taste it myself because I'd, I'd be a bad judge. But this year, my mom is offering to do the the pea salad and the stuffing and the yams, and I'm handling everything else. So, turkey's ready to go. I mean, it's gonna be a good time. So good, a little intimate, you know, a little intimate family get together, just uh, the four of us. But see, that's it's okay. The, that's one thing, like. I've never really encountered because Holly has that a little bit. A lot of her family lives in Atlanta, Texas. So when they would do, like we a, have an Atlanta, Texas. Yeah, we do, man. Okay, it's a great place. Uh, it's smaller than Conroe. Can you believe that? And uh, yes, I can. Because I've always had every holiday with me. There's at least been 14 people at our house, mm-hmm. and it's either starting. We've there, gone that high too, unfortunately, more, or more. Yeah, we're just down. We're we're down some family because like for my grandmother's birthday, she's moving. So I was with my grandmother this weekend. I was helping her put up a Christmas decoration for the last time at her house because mm-hmm. she's moving to uh, senior care. She's moving to like a, a what high rise, but it's for seniors. Okay, 
So I was like, that's going to be really interesting. So I, uh, been as helping long as her. she doesn't take the stairs, she should be okay. Well, no, that's what we're really interested because she's an elevator in her house right now. Uh-huh. And so I'm helping her. She's closing down the house, basically, like giving away stuff, mm-hmm. going through that process. And then I know her birthday's in February. And I go and I asked her, I was like, are we going to have a going away party? Because this house is, that was the house they built together, you know, 35 oh, years ago. A family or heritage. So it's a family. Thing. Yeah, gotcha. it's a big central point in our family mm-hmm. and she said yes i'm invited and she's like I'm, i think about inviting everybody and i go that's like 70 something people because one of my cousins has eight kids well here's the thing and that's just one cousin i have the like number you cousins. invite know that half will show up no we all show up oh that's is this the problem. Oh, are you one of those families yes that, oh okay well let her have it now, now, oh holly got so mad for our wedding because i go just let you know if we're inviting them, they're all going to come. So if we invite everyone in my family, and of course she felt bad, or she felt because like one side of the church is only has like one fourth filled, and my <laughs> they started putting them on the other side. Well, that's one of the reasons why Mrs. Skippy and I eloped. Uh, she was uh, as we were getting ready for it, we were going to have the, the wedding, and and she said, "Well, I want it somewhat small," and I'm like, "Well, okay, how many?" She's like, "Oh, twenty or thirty people," and my response was, "Darling, that's, that's my immediate family." Yeah. And they'll all come, and and so you know we're looking at like probably two or three hundred, and it, the pressure was getting to her. So I suggested one fateful day, shall we just run off and tell people about it? That's afterwards? a smart move. I got to say, it was a lot of fun. Um, any bruised family feelings about? Oh, you didn't tell me. Uh, you know, we we got o- they got over it um, real fast. Yeah, got over it real fast, and it was just it was an adventure. It was a lot of fun. Now, don't get me wrong. I think if we'd had a big wedding, we would have enjoyed it just as much. But you know, at that point, it was just on her. I, I'd already had, <laughs> I'd already had weddings large and small myself, so I was good with an elopement. Okay. Although I see, I, although as a result, I never got a bachelor party nor a honeymoon. So well, we see, well, I don't that. see why you couldn't have a bachelor party today. I told her one day I will have one. And just don't call it a bachelor party. Just call it like bro, well, my, bro time. Well, my grown son is ready because he was going to be my best man, and he was already making some substantial plans for a bachelor party that looking back would have been kind of awkward where your own son is is handing out the dollar bills you know so uh that could have been a bullet so, avoided so that's one side is that one side of your family right there yeah. is it up on the uh the, i can put it up yeah there. put it up so people can see let's see if i can figure that out while we're talking so that's one side that's in front of the house uh-huh. that i was at this weekend and is that grandma in the center there yeah Okay, with uh, the pink top. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's one side, and that's we're we're missing a couple kids there. Let's Photoshop them in. So that's what I was gonna do. Okay, this is. Uh, I took that photo actually. <coughs> she wouldn't. Which, she wouldn't allow in the photo. Can you believe that? Uh, were you not not married? We're not yet? married yet. No, well, that, that's. That, I, I know some families are like that. It's like, darling, it's pretty funny. Sweet. You know, we'll Photoshop you in later. Do you remember a few years ago, there was this viral video of a guy. Wanted to propose to his girlfriend, so he did that, uh, not Jason Mraz, the other guy, Bruno Mars, uh, mm-hmm. think I'm, hey girl, think I want to marry you, and she's in the back of a slow-moving car, and so you see the camera over her shoulder, and as the car is driving, all these people are like doing this whole present song and dance presentation for her at the end, including the high school marching band and everything. Uh, I, I like that. That was that was really you know the guy ruined it for all other guys wanting to propose to their girlfriends because no no one could come close to that one. He had like two hundred people involved. But a f- couple of years later, after they got married, they did another video and it was about their family, like their heritage, where they came from, to another song. 
And they filmed it at a park with all the surviving family members, like holding up pictures, like, you know, this is my grandpa. He died in World War II, but this, you know, but, and it was really touching. I should find that uh, link and put well, it up. I, I think if people just take the time to look at their own family, everyone, you'll find a very interesting things going well, on. Well, we all know about it, but that, the reason why I love that video is it showed, it just put it in a sharp relief that he had to call, you know, dozens of people saying, hey, fly out here. And those who couldn't make it, you know, there's a bit where they're on uh, laptops or, or photos or whatever, but he had like three or four or five dozen family members there for this little music video that they did. And I thought that was really cool because we, as you said, we all have families like that where, mm -hmm. you know, I've, I've got my extended family between, um, so the Thompson side, uh, I don't know much about. It's uh, because of a, a family history. I, I can't trace it, it back. Was one like a like, murder or something? We can go back about maybe two or three generations on that one. Everyone's got a murder, right? Well, yeah. well okay, you know, what? actually, I was going to ask you this. I was listening to like I was listening to historical podcasts, like mm. uh, Hardcore History. It's pretty cool, and you should check it out. I forgot who Dover makes it, but it's very interesting. But it got me thinking when. When at when society goes like murder is punishable by death, and when did that? Because I feel like that's always been the case, like ever since we were cavemen. You know, like if you kill my friend, I'm gonna kill you. You know, eye for an eye. Okay, I get that. Old Testament but justice. They, well, then we get to that point where it's like, oh, now we have to go to a court of law. But like back in the like the old West days, I feel like people were just murderers. It's like straight up. Well, there were even then there were laws. Like even like you have these plains people the who are defending their home from the and like the Native yeah. Americans. I mean, like it was hard to enforce the laws well, because you had competing law enforcements and no you know no real federal branch to yeah. Be in so every would town. you say like at one point? You know, one out of every four people in California has killed somebody because that's just the way it is to get over there. Oh, in there. the old west. Yes, yeah, like that's oh, just the way like it today. is to get. Well, no, I mean, like, no, even, that's Chicago, my friend. Well, even like think about the Native American people. Like when they were in their tribes, that's you grew up. If you're a male, you were a warrior, like no matter what. Mm -hmm. And at one point, pretty much eighty percent of all the males in your tribe have killed somebody. Yeah. And I was like, man, that's pretty crazy. You think about. Do you miss that? Do you wish you had been? I think it's a part in, of I think it's ingrained in me. I think it's in my DNA that I just need to. Well, be, just just grab <laughs> Call of Duty twelve and that's not enough. Release man. the Kraken. I like you gotta eat the heart of your victim. You know that's like that's a real deal. <laughs> I feel like that was a Jason movie, uh, but no, I, I, I it was really interesting looking at that. And you're like, all right, well today hopefully that's not the case. <laughs> my neighbors are just murderers. So you had a murder in your family. That's crazy. Well, I, I'll say that a couple of generations back on the Thompson side of the family, uh, someone had to escape from in the trunk of a car across state lines. So he, he's so one I of don't, those illegal immigrants? Is that what you're saying? No, well, no, not going from Alabama to Texas. But what I'm saying is that we only go back so far on that side. On my mother's side, it was the Garretts, and that's a huge family. Yeah. You know, my mother was one of four siblings, and, of course, they all had two, three, four, five kids, and then grandkids on that. And so I'm a Garrett in everything but name, <clears throat> you know, very much. The DNA, the genetics, and just the, the, you know, we're really tight family on that one. Uh, this is uh, the family in the Garretts. You know, I had a couple of uncles who, you know, they, they got divorced, but the ex-wives were still part of the family. Like, all the all the events, you know, and so the ex-wife would be with, with the current wife cooking Thanksgiving dinner together, that kind of thing. And then for my stepdad, it's the Bear family. Like B-E-A-R? B-A-I-R. But that's where I suddenly gained eight step-siblings. So it was just me and my sister yeah. my whole life. And then all of a sudden I had eight more. And this is another family, it's like... 
there's no halves, there's no steps. Yeah. You know, we're all we're all family, and they're really tight. So you know, unfortunately, a couple of years ago, when my sister, and my dad, stepdad passed just a few weeks apart from each other, talk about the whole family. So Unfortunately, except so for the you're Thompson. cooking for all these people. No, no, no. This year it's just like I said, because <clears throat> they're all spread out in. Um, no, I'm saying more of Mexico. like you're the go-to person to cook. Because there's always like one of those in the family they expect this person to cook. Well, typically it's my mom. Or what would happen is for many years my mother. Does she wear those glasses when she cooks? You know, my you've seen my mom's owl sunglasses. Oh yeah. It's uh the, that's her trademark. You know those things are like six hundred dollars. I don't. I will. They're priceless. They are indeed. Uh, for many years, my mom and, and stepdad, my mom and dad, lived up the street from my sister in Dallas. And, you know, walking distance, like five houses apart. And so Thanksgivings would typically be there to where they would cook in what, you know, they, they'd use up both ovens, and then we'd eat at my sister's house. And so I'd drive up to Dallas for Thanksgiving. My mom and dad would, would go up to my sister with her daughter, um, and I would have a, a if I was married or dating someone, they'd come to, and that would be the family thing. And then I'd leave like that evening or something to come back into town. <clears throat> excuse me to, to excuse me to hang with uh, with my with my daughter uh, if it was my year to, to, to have mm. her on Thanksgiving stuff like that. I'm and hungry. So, I'm hungry. <clears throat> I know, Can you right? Cook me food? I will. So, but there were times. There was a time when uh, my sister wasn't up for cooking because um, her health, and so we decided to, that we were going to have it down here. In in Houston in the woodlands, and that's the year that I cooked everything, and it was a it was a good was Thanksgiving. Yeah, that was a good one. That that was one for the the memory. I don't know books. what I'm doing. I just asked. I told my mom I'd help her. So there you go. That's the only thing. Do I you know. do you have a cooking specialty? I do everything well, so I don't. Well, because I know you smoke a, pretty well. Yeah, give me a recipe and I'll follow it. I'm pretty good at following directions. I think that's because I grew up with uh, the occasional Lego kit. You know, <laughs> but, I am uh, I am renowned amongst the family members. For my mashed potatoes, because I do a garlic parmesan mashed potato, that'll just clog your arteries in a heartbeat. And my pumpkin pie. And that's the point, right? And those are the two things that I, I cook well on many things, but those are the two that, it, whether it's someone else cooking Thanksgiving, I had to bring those two items. Well, do you want to you wanna have tacos on Wednesday for Thanksgiving? Let's for have, the show? Yeah, as you know, the baby Jesus did. Are we going to make a on, quiche? That's kind of breakfast slash pie-ish. A quiche, because we are real men, and real men eat quiche. So yeah, no, as as the pumpkins did, uh, as the pumpkins, as the pilgrims. There's a new taco place that <clears throat> opened up. It looks like a. Are we gonna cheat on Carmen? Well, no. It looks. It look. It reminded me of one of those diners kind of thing, but it's for tacos. It's really strange. It's like bright sky blue and all this kind of stuff. But it has well, red how, are, trim. how are they defining tacos? Because I've seen these little dinky. I don't know, man. <coughs> street tacos that have more cilantro than meat on them. Well, street tacos are like two twenty-five there, I think. Yeah, no, no. All right, fine. The taco to me is hard shell, falls apart when you crunch it, or the bre- like the tacos that Carmelitas does for the breakfast tacos. Yeah, I was just offering something different. Okay, different than the Carmelita. I like to try. Tacos? I like to support new businesses. Then let's go support a new business. So, so we'll, we'll do that. We're going to go to this new place on Wednesday. I got to find. We'll do a review. Let's bring a really long extension cord, and we can do a remote from there. From there. No, we can do remotes from our phones here. I've I've been working on the new stuff, and so it's pretty impressive. We're all techie and stuff now. We can do that. Yeah. Awesome. So let's, let's do that. We'll do we'll do a yeah. from, on it's Wednesday. It's really interesting. There's some weird stuff going on. Yeah, and don't forget that you know we do. 
uh, podcast every show, but we also uh, stream on Facebook Live. So if you're traveling on Wednesday, you can still tune in to us. Just to, you know, Mystery Taco Review. Mystery Taco Review. Okay, I'm looking forward to it. That sounds pretty good. Just don't don't tell Carmen. No, it should be all right with that. Okay, we're not married. We're just dating. Right, is that how we're supposed to approach that relationship? We're just, visit, we're just, we're just visiting her tacos from time to time. <laughs> That's wonderful. But no, I, I hope folks are traveling for Thanksgiving and being with their families, because I always felt uh, Christmas, like Thanksgiving, that was the focus. Christmas is more about like the internal family, but Thanksgiving is more about the external family. Because <clears> we'd <throat> always, like, I, like, I always, we'd, if I could invite anybody, like if you wanted to go, if you had nowhere to go, we always invite, there's always kind of like, Right, the person who's not in the family. Well, Thanksgiving's there. easier because it's everyone can come, kids and know everyone, and for the singular celebration, Christmas tends to be. Well, we have our tradition where we wake up well, and you know. I think it's because you get the guilt thing. from not getting a gift. Yeah, there you go. Because like, oh, I'm here, I didn't bring anything. <laughs> so we don't have that problem anymore. Though we all kind of decided we can buy kids the kids gifts if we want. Yeah, I was between. They, I mean, we don't buy each other gifts between. Um, you know, because I was a single dad with my son for several years. You know, I. That primary custody of him, and then there were years that I didn't when he was younger, and then my daughter, same thing. I've spent many a Christmas were celebrating, like two or three different times. Like I'd be waking up, crack it. I'd go up to Dallas on Christmas Eve, spend it with the family, then wake up pre-dawn and drive down to to the woodlands, or vice versa. In fact, I remember this one time that um, I had to come up to uh, Dallas, and uh, it was the first year that my niece, my sister's daughter, didn't have her dad in the house. And uh, every year I'd always written her a note as Santa Claus because I had the special handwritings, and she kept all those notes. So what do no you mean special hand? You mean like calligraphy? Yeah, yeah, kind of pseudo-calligraphy that looked like kind of Santa. And when she was really young, she we found out she kept on holding on to all those letters and that no one else could write them uh, as a result. And there was a situation. You yourself in a pickle. Well, what happened was I had to drive up. I had While to driving out. <laughs> Well, I had to be in Dallas because I had to be in Christmas Eve in the Woodlands uh, for my daughter. And then I had to head out like one in the morning, one or two in the morning to get up to Dallas to sneak into my sister's house to write the note, you know, leave it for her. And then I had to leave and go hit the IHOP on Mockingbird Lane for a couple of hours till she woke up and got the letter. So... Was, that 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 was a good Christmas. I like that. Yeah, one. Yeah, I'll be driving on the road Christmas Day. We're going to Atlanta. Holly I, Holly works every holiday for this season. So okay, it's, like, it's I've never been on the road on Christmas Day, so I'm pretty interested. I mean, oh, it's 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 not. I've I've spent so many a Christmas Day. You know, people tend to drive a little nicer. You get the one jerk who wants to. You know, cars loaded down where they're riding their rims and they're in the fast lane, but you just get around them. People, for the most part, they're all in the same boat. No one willingly travels on Christmas Day. Yeah. You just need to get one of those Tesla trucks and no one will get in your way. Is it just me or does it not really look like the one that was in the Blade Runner? Yeah, no, I think that's what he said it was going to be did like. You, did you hear about it where he's like, yeah, let me show you the bulletproof glass of my truck? Uh, <laughs> and it yeah. shattered the glass. I mean, I feel like... <laughs> Elon, Elon. That happens. Yeah, well, it's like a lawyer should never ask a question that they don't know the answer to. Never shoot well, a window. It reminds me of that Steve Jobs thing. Remember that? Like eighteen, I was like 15 years ago. They were doing this keynote, and he was trying to get the computer to do iPhoto or something. Uh-huh. And he's just like, screw it. Like, just threw the camera and just kind of like, screw it. We're not doing this right now. Yeah. It happens from time to time, but I'm just thinking. He asked everyone to get off the Wi-Fi. That's what it was. Because uh-huh. they were having network issues. 
And so yeah, but just, you just think Elon. Just if you're gonna shoot a window out of a truck, g- test it first before you call the media in, because that was really embarrassing. I mean, nothing like mean, you know the stock didn't fall at all for Tesla, or but still. Well, what's interesting to me about that truck is the lack of choice, and I wonder if because it's like three different. You get the baseline. No, I'm talking about the color. Because I know that's a big deal to people where it's like, hey, I want the green, I want the white. It's doing like the DeLorean. The DeLorean, you know, originally. And I'm wondering if that's going to be the new fad in cars where it's like, you know, if you're buying an industrial car, you're going to an industrial car. I think this truck will go the way of the DeLorean soon enough. It'll be like three or four years. People go, oh, yeah. And then they'll take the best parts of it and make a better one. And make a better one. Yeah. Because, you know, eventually, like with the DeLoreans, you could bake on, you know, they had a special baking process where you could color them. But for but as it was, you just, you got it and I mean, trucks are ray. a big deal in Texas, but I don't know about, like, worldwide. I don't know how big of a deal trucks are. Not as much as us. I mean, you got trucks everywhere in the world, but we tend to, I well, think, I know probably per capita. I'm driving have, a truck right now, and I love it. And we probably have more trucks than anyone else per capita, in, in my humble opinion. I got no... Proof to back that up, but my but gut says if the, if the maybe car, Oklahoma. If the truck is really forty grand for two hundred fifty mile per charge, I don't I don't know anyone I can know personally buying it, but I can see because most people who would live in a rural area really like they don't want to be stuck in the middle of nowhere, so they probably won't go that route. But people in the city who like driving trucks, like say like my dad or something, I can see somebody like that buying it, but not like if you're like my brother who lives over in, in uh, whole Texas. Like there's like one gas station. There's how one, there's a Dollar these, General. That's about it. How quick do these trucks recharge? Is it kind of you, you stick in the thing I and think it's it five depends, minutes like, later, or is it a two hour deal? I think it depends on where you are. Like what kind of supercharger? Because I know the supercharger are more expensive to like install in your house. And stuff. well, it's not the house so much. I'm thinking this, the 250 mile range doesn't really bother me because there's so many trucks that that's their gasoline or diesel trucks. That's their range, anyways. But you pull into a gas station, and three minutes later, you're out of there. Yeah. So it's not the the range so much. It's the how much to, quote, refill, whether it's gasoline, diesel, or, or electricity. Now, if it takes five minutes, then okay, the people will sell it. But I, very few people, I think, want to be beholden to 250 miles max. Well, you're also looking, wait at, for three uh, hours. You're looking at people who drive home every day. That's who that car's for. Mm-hmm. Because some people don't drive well, home every day. But the cars and the trucks, see, the trucks are, are there for, you know, got to help the friend move. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, but you're driving home every home. day, though. Because every time you go home, you charge, from what I understand. Right. So you're pretty much like if you're always going to be home. But say I have a home, truck and I got to load Christmas presents and Christmas tree up and I got to drive. That's 250 miles, man. Do you, how, how that gets you to Dallas. That's it. Yeah, I know. What if you want to go to, you know, Oklahoma City? You yeah. got you got to charge. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Is it a five-minute charge or is it a three-hour charge? Let's see. I'm looking up. Okay, look, look it up. Meanwhile, as you do that, I will quickly talk about the weather because I can. Uh, 12 hours. It can take anywhere from an hour to 12 hours to charge your and Tesla. See that, that's the thing. No one wants to hang out for an hour. But I did promise weather, so I do want to give it. It's 70 degrees outside right now and mostly cloudy downtown Conroe. It's going to get up to 77 today. Next couple of days, it's going to be warm. But then Wednesday, down in the 60s. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, back down the seventy, uh, up to the seventies, and then next, starting this weekend and next week, back down to the sixties and fifties with lows in the thirties. So weather's just kind of all over the place right now. I'm just looking. Okay, 
What else shall we do? All good. I'll I'll bogart the microphone while you while you look it up because we know you can't um, multitask. Anything good? So it's saying basically thirty miles. Like the the lowest is thirty miles per hour charge. See that that's, and that's if you have the best. It looks like if if you have the best setup, the max output. From the wall connector. Wow. See, to me, that's just, they, they need to fix They need to have it to where it's almost like those instant rechargers you can see now. You put your phone on it. And it goes. Broop. No, I mean, well, I think it's also a lifestyle choice. Because, like, if you're driving to Dallas, that's something that you have to consider with, with having that vehicle. And I think it's kind of like having uh, a motorcycle. Like, you don't want to be, oh, it's going to be raining this entire weekend. That's going to suck to drive to Dallas on a motorcycle. So you still have to adapt to what your vehicle is. Or you can just buy a normal car and just deal with it like, well, and kill everybody. That's the thing. You know, there are places, of course, for, for you know, the electric trucks and stuff like that. I'm not poo-pooing them. I think it's an awesome idea. But if they want to mass market and sell a whole bunch of them, then they need to uh, increase the efficiency of recharging. So I finally got to look at the uh, comments today. I see Brit, the listener Brett is listening in. He's absolutely right. We were talking about stuffing earlier, and depending on where it is, it's if it's in the bird, it's stuffing. Otherwise, it's dressing. So it's that's fine. Important state uh, thing there. And uh, yeah, I don't know if you've seen my Facebook page, but uh, when we were in Vegas, Mississippi and I for eloping, it was like two o'clock in the morning, and she was pretty tingly with 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 love? margarita, love and margaritas. <laughs> and outside our hotel was this. Uh, this bronze thing of all these showgirls, but, you know, their rear ends, like the backsides. Oh, so it's like a casting. Yeah, okay. like a bronze casting. And it's funny because there's, like, it's dirty bronze except for the the buttocks of each one. It's been, like, hand-wiped. And, yeah, that's a good picture there. Brett, uh, listener Brett says that that's my bachelor party. Well, no, because Mrs. Kippy got way more out of that than I did. But it's still a good picture. Well, I'm looking at that. That's the home charging, by the way. Apparently, the superchargers are completely different. Why? They, I don't know. Why can't you have a supercharger at your home? I don't know. I think I don't think they can guarantee giving you a supercharger in every single home. It depends on the well, not not every connected. single home, just a home that's got a truck that or a car that that needs refilling. It provides up up to 120 kilowatts of direct current. See, that's my my biggest concern with that is even with a, a normal car or truck, you can if you run out of gas, you can always have an extra gas can in the car or schlep over to the nearest gas station, buy a, you know, put a $5 deposit Well, down. you know the most expensive truck is 500 miles. Okay. So that's pretty good. For the, the expensive, the, the, the I think it's like the Tesla yeah, one. Yeah, 70 or $80,000, which is like normal for a truck. This is true. So. And, and again, these are the early generation, so the price will come down. And after. that's why you get the ATV option, because like if your car breaks down, you just get it on the ATV. But see that that Tesla truck looks like it really needs to break apart, like the Batmobile. And the, I don't think the Dark it. Knight I don't. Movies, I don't think it does break apart. I think it's a solid piece of metal. So when you hit somebody, like you're just demolishing. Oh, like a smart car, where it's just, there's no crumple zone, yeah. so you may survive it, but you're gonna have whiplash for life. Yeah. Okay. No, they should have that. Do, do smart cars have airbags? Because I really got to ask: Is there room for one? Yeah. Why would they not have? Airbags? Because I mean. The airbag themselves would like knock you into the next seat because it's so dinky yeah. in there. 
I don't know. Those cars are look. Like, I'm claustrophobic. Those, have you driven one of those cars? They look I, fun. I, no, but I've sat in one, and here's the thing: they're too small for me. If I say a car is too small, all five foot six of me, then it's too small. Well, I mean, I think you're gonna get over. It. I'm, you know, if someone gave you a Tesla, I don't think you'd be like, no. If someone gave me a Tesla, I would, I would, I would happily that, drive. Those are it, your standards. But I would not drive it a long distance. I'd be, you know, unless I had stuff mapped out to where I knew if I run out of zap electricity i have three hours to kill or see there's just no way that you can get basically the equivalent of a gas can and that's what i was trying to say you run out of gas you can go to the nearest gas station i think would be a really great survey is anybody who owns a tesla ask if they own another vehicle yes so that would be interesting just to see what people would like because i mean but to do that they need to bring the price down altogether for both the tesla and the non-tesla well, it's kind of like people who own sports cars. A lot of people who own sports cars own another yeah. vehicle. You, you, you drive so. a vet. Absolutely. I, I, I agree with you on that. Unfortunately, I don't have all the friends that I have in the world, and I'm talking— have two cars. I don't know a lot of people who have two cars. Well, I know Except many that, that one guy who's a mechanic cars. who has like a cool I don't know a single car. Tesla driver, I don't think. No, I don't even know either. I don't think Tesla's really, really Tesla work. I don't think they me, really work in Texas because a lot of people drive in Texas. Well, that's we have. That's what I'm saying. We have such. You have 300 miles of nothing. So I can see the Houston people driving them. Yeah, but they're too busy with you know, like we have smart cars in the woodlands like that. They have to upgrade their suspension mm-hmm. there. But so. see, to me, Tesla drivers are like vegans. They want the world to know what they no, are. No, you're generalizing, no, man. No, here's you're generalizing. The, you know a vegan in the room because they always say, "Oh, I'm a vegan. I can't have this." No. A Tesla That's like saying, you know, was, an alcoholic, because they're like, I, I don't drink. I've been sober for 10 years. I always declare that. That's not fair. No, not necessarily. That's not fair. Frequently, think uh, a lot of people think that I'm a, a, uh, a recovering alcoholic because I rarely drink. All, you know, all uh, mythology surrounding me to the contrary. I only, you know, drink like twice a year. You just let people know that, though. I just let them think whatever they want, which which is fine. Um, but I frequently— think, I think you're generalizing this. It's unfair. Okay, how many vegans do you know? Because I've been secretly, been, I know I've many secretly been a Tesla world. driver. You just haven't noticed. No, you, you're not a Tesla driver. You don't have that, uh, that, that, um, I like sparkle. to go, I like to go fast. <laughs> so not. I would get a Tesla driver. Or I would be a Tesla driver. Going from zero to 60 in 14 AA batteries. Well, hey, man, for that short amount of time, I'm going zero to 60 <laughs> in like three seconds. So I'm okay with it. Yeah, and then you see the little power gauge. Go, hey, it's man. Like, it's like the uh, flux capacitor. Or no, the, the Mr. Fusion, I mean. I mean, it's a lifestyle choice. I see no problem with it. And oh, if it I, no, can don't fit in your lifestyle, go for it, uh, no, man. No, well, much like vegans, I don't partake of it myself. But what I'm saying is that... I'm not judging the veganism or the Tesla driving. What I'm saying is you can always tell a Tesla driver because no. they let the world know I drive a Tesla. That's like a boomer comment. <laughs> okay, boomer. Okay, okay, okay boomer. millennial. Okay. So of all my friends, I'm pretty confident none of them drive a Tesla because I've yet to see anyone posting and going, oh, I love my Tesla. And that's the first – They that's what they do. So I don't – so of the probably 1,500 Facebook friends that I have, now I know a goodly portion of them. Yeah. Um, not all of them personally and up close and personal, but I mean, I I, I have a decent friend circle, and well, I also think Teslas aren't that widely purchased, are they? Like how many te- how many do they sell a month? Like two thousand? Well, 5, again, because remember also, didn't Tesla have that thing where you couldn't have a show? You couldn't actually have a here in Texas. Yeah, you can't. You have you can't sell it off the lot. Right, but they have showrooms and, like they, and have one, they, they have one. They have one with the Ferrari folks over in the Woodlands. Yeah, well, yeah, they had Mar- at Market Street. I actually went in there and it looked really cool. 
and because I, I asked them about do the batteries still blow up and stuff like that. They were they, they were very helpful and it was very comfortable. I kind of kind of liked it. Uh, oh, you're afraid of liking a Tesla. Is no, I, really I didn't. Well, no. Remember in the, the early days of Tesla, they had a battery issue where people died because the the battery just caught fire and I mean, boomed up the car. Yeah. Well, tell them to get out of the car faster. Yeah. Right. Well, that's a see. I mean, but I'm old school. Think about it. If we ever like were on the receiving end of like a uh, you know EMP blast of you know if the Russians decided to to nuke us or something, the EMP would wipe out like everything. New, but all the cars from like nineteen before nineteen seventy two, probably before electric ignition and stuff like that, should run just fine. So you get your old classic Mustangs, or you know Cuba, you know all those cars in the fifties from Cuba. They'll be the only ones driving around. And I always thought about, I, I got to get one of those tools that if you go in the water, you know you can bust out your window. In my day, it was called you rolled down your window. Yeah. Nowadays, you know. Well, my day, if you had a car, you're rich. So, thanks. Well, my day, if you had a color TV, you were rich. Yeah, man. Yeah. Now, if you have a Tesla, you're rich. Okay, millennial. So, I mean, I, I see. I think it's going to be the way of the future for, especially for like uh, the industry stuff who drive. I think once they figure out the network. They figure the network. They figure the, out the if market. If you're in an industry that drives a car, you're, if you're not already on the was uh, the propane or the natural gas, because like I know a lot of UPS drivers, mm-hmm. they drive on natural gas and all that stuff now. See, and that's why we're never going to run out of oil, because new technology, like natural gas, propane, hybrid engines, electric cars. You know, you, know we'll be- funny. you ever seen the movie The Saint? Yes. With Val Kilmer, you know, like they they develop cold fusion or whatever. Uh-huh. And I was like, you know, what's so weird about this movie is they don't really talk about like how it's gonna like ruin everyone's economy when you have free energy, f- free energy for everyone. No, because then then the Vulcans come and we all go to the stars. Yeah, that's what I keep dreaming, man. Yeah, right. It's kind of probably gonna be the opposite of that. No, actually, I think there would be if there were something like free energy. Yeah, there would be a substantial disruption to economies. I absolutely yeah, agree yeah. with you on that, but. I think a lot of forward progress. Okay, great. Now we don't have to pay on that. Let's look at uh, more me- uh, medical breakthroughs or uh, frontier breakthroughs, either ocean or space. I think it would, I, the market, I feel, always corrects itself eventually yeah, if it you allow it. it would take a long it. time. It'd so be it at take, least 30 years. It's okay to take Half a long a generation. time. I think that's what a lot of the problems are nowadays is everyone wants an instant knee-jerk reaction everyone now. Everyone sees a mellow out. Yeah, it's... Sometimes a society, especially if it's a societal norm, and I'm talking. I and mean, you uh, think that's fluoride in your water? You think those are contrails in the air? No, that's submission water. Hey, you know who that's we what haven't, they call it? They call it submission water. You know who we haven't blamed in a very, very, very long time? What? AAA. That's very true. If, there, we'll if, get back if to you that. are an early listener of us, know that we we feel that AAA, the American Automobile Association, by the simple virtue that it was formed two years before cars were even out on the roads. Uh, that they are a secret Illuminati-like organization bent on global domination. We actually remember one of our first guests was that guy from Very AAA. True. AAA started like 10 years before, before cars were even in mass popular. Uh, yep. What do you call it? Mass producing? Yeah. Whatever. I'm telling you, they got a lot of influence. we got to get that guy. What was the guy's name? David well, or something. They should have been the uh, people blamed on for Trump winning. 
Well, see, that's the, they they are responsible. Oh, they're still going down the list. They're yeah. still going down the list of the reason <laughs> Trump won the and election. That's part of the that's, thing. It's like, hey, if we're the number one on the list, they'll skip passes to go on to yeah. everyone else, and they'll forget oh, about us. Good thing it's not alphabetical. Is that what you're trying <laughs> yeah, to say? Uh-huh. That's funny. I if that. they were triple Z or triple Z, then everyone would be all over them. I don't know. Very smart, my friends at Triple A. Very smart. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, we'll be back Wednesday with our talker review. And then, <laughs> uh, well, anything else you want to say to the audience before we go? Uh, well, to any, anyone listening, th- thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, love you for it. Uh, truly, spread the word about us. Uh, we're, this year's just snowballing to the end. I'm looking forward to the Roaring Twenties. And, uh, yeah, let's all survive 2019 as good as we can be. Who is that? I saw a pair of legs up there. Man, you're really distracted easily. Yeah, I am. Squirrel. Oh, oh never mind. It's Taylor Swift. Never mind. Keep going. Okay, anyhow, this is Skippy along with Dick. But you Dick know Skippy funny? in the morning. It's funny. I, we'll talk about Wednesday. Did I tell you about the, the, the recent drama with Taylor Swift? Where that guy who bought her music, and she, you know, she went publicly like on social media going, like, this guy... Like, uh, no, I totally yeah. Like he owns my first six albums. He's not letting me do these things. Well, apparently he's getting death threats. His family. Oh, like he holds on the master tapes or yeah. something. Oh, okay. Well, so, she should have signed a better contract. Well, not even that. It's like, you, what do you think is going to happen when you have millions of fans, and you say this guy is trying to like control my oh, career? Oh, I didn't mean for you to go to his house, which is located at fourteen Mockingbird. That's hilarious. Lane. Well, not hilarious, but it is. Okay, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Because it's someone else. Dig Skippy. Yeah, totally. Please don't come to my house. Uh, 10.53. We'll be back on Monday or Wednesday on time this time. We promise. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back Wednesday morning. <laughs> <laughs>